the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. If you have any romaine lettuce, even if you just bought it, don't eat it, throw it out. Centers for Disease Control urging people to avoid romaine lettuce because of an E. coli outbreak. We want people to not eat or buy any romaine lettuce, and that includes whole head romaine, uh, hearts of romaine, romaine that could be in a salad mix, um, while our investigation continues. Dr. Laura Geraltowski with the Centers for Disease Control. The outbreak has sickened 32 people in 11 states and 18 people in the Canadian provinces of Ontario and Quebec. Lawyers for President Trump say they've now given the special counsel's office written answers to questions relating to the Russia probe. Stocks higher this morning on Wall Street. Right now, the Dow is up about 110 points. The Nasdaq, better by 56 points. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. 9 a.m., that means Like It Matters Radio starting next on Wellness 1570 with Mr. Scott Black, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com on a still chilly but uh, a little bit more sunny day today. It'll be partly sunny and in the upper 20s. Tomorrow's going to bring us upper 30s for Thanksgiving Day, but it's going to be a little bit cloudier and then a little bit of rain on Friday and the 40s. Wellness 1570. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry, and he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays, 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. 
you work hard for your money. So make sure your money is working hard for you. Our sister station, Business 1440, brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own financial fortitude and investing for success. With up-to-the-minute market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving, Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Learn more and listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're gonna be thankful. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and you know what the strangest thing? You know, it's it's metaphorical, and it's also accurate. It's uh, specific. Uh, it's factually accurate. That we seem to be missing Thanksgiving in this country. We seem to be losing Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving is like many words out there. They have many meanings. You know, there's the uh, the most defined word in the English dictionary is a word said called set, S-E-T, over 400 uses. You know, when the Bible talks about love, there are four different words, Greek words that can be translated love. There's eros, which is sexual love, which, by the way, is not in the Bible. Uh, there's agape, which is godly, unconditional love. There's phileo, which is brotherly love. And there's a compound term uh, uh, that we use to, uh, to tie it to familial love. Uh, and I cannot think of the, uh, the the term of that at all. But one word called love, but many different words that can describe that word called love. You know, the Eskimos supposedly have hundreds of different words for the word snow, uh, depending on the veracity, the intensity, the thickness, the moisture, so many different ways. And so Thanksgiving, yeah, it's a day. It's celebrated, I think, what is it, the third Thursday in the month of November. But can I suggest that Thanksgiving is also a a way of life. Uh, It's a mindset. And, uh, you know, Halloween's uh, becoming an adult holiday now. One of the most popular holidays of the year for adults is Halloween because uh, people get to dress up in suits and have a lot of, I mean, little costumes and have a lot of alcohol and get flirty and playful and do all kinds of weird stuff. And we go from Halloween right to Christmas. I mean, for October 31st, Christmas stuff was already out. And we're already into the Christmas season. And there's Christmas specials and all this. And it seems Thanksgiving as a holiday, uh, as well as a way of life and mindset in America, is going away. So I thought today we would remind ourselves of Thanksgiving. So I got this piece from uh, Poets.org called Poems for Thanksgiving. It says in the poem, The Pumpkin, by 19th century poet John Greenleaf Whittier, Thanksgiving is described as a time of remembrance and return, a celebration of abundance at a family gathering. The poet depicts the scene in vivid detail, describing the fruits of a healthy harvest and the warmth of a kitchen sweet from baking. By the end of the poem, the speaker himself is overwhelmed by the splendor of the scene. And the prayer which my mouth is too full to express swells my heart that thy shadow may never be less, that the days of thy lot may be lengthened below, and the frame of thy worth like a pumpkin vine grow. Isn't that beautiful? Whittier offers his reader the plentiful harvest as a symbol of a productive year, evoking the historical origin of Thanksgiving as the meal held in 1621 by the Wampanoag together with the pilgrims who settled in Plymouth, Massachusetts. The Harvest Festival was a shared tradition of both cultures, and the account of a peaceful celebration between the two groups is still the basis for the holiday today. In, quote, the Thanksgivings, a traditional Iroquois prayer translated by 19th century political advocate Harriet Maxwell Converse, the tone of reverence, gratitude, and celebration now attributed to the holiday is apparent 
in its anaphorific lines of praise. We thank him for all the fruits that grow on the trees and vines. We thank him for his goodness in making the forest and thank all its trees. We thank him for the darkness that gives us rest and for the kind being of the darkness that gives us light, the moon. We thank him for the bright spots in the skies that give us signs, the stars. We give him thanks for our supporters who had charge of our harvests. We give thanks that the voice of the Great Spirit can still be heard through the words of Dio. We thank the Great Spirit that we have the privilege of this pleasant occasion. However, America's relationship with the Thanksgiving holiday has evolved several times since those initial harvest festivals. In 1777, George Washington proclaimed a day of thanksgiving in honor of the American defeat of the British at Saratoga. For generations, Thanksgiving was not an annual holiday, but a sporadic celebration marking years of prosperity. And it wasn't until Abraham Lincoln's 1863 proclamation of a national Thanksgiving Day on the final Thursday of November that the United States celebrated the holiday with much regularity. Then in 1939, President Franklin D. Roosevelt, in hopes that an earlier Thanksgiving would increase spending during the Great Depression, declared that Thanksgiving would be a week earlier, allowing for more shopping time before the winter holidays. And of course, the holiday, which falls near the end of Native American Heritage Month, is also a reminder of the displacement of Native Americans from their lands. In her poem, A Tribute to the Future of My Race, early 20th century poet and Native American activist Laura Cornelius Kellogg reflects on cultural assimilation and the history of federal appropriation of Native American lands, ending on a somber note of loss. Yea, the heart's right hand we give them, blue-eyed royalty American, theirs our native land forever, ours their presence and their teachings, ours the noblest and the best. Since 1970, a group of protesters have gathered annually in Plymouth, Massachusetts to hold a national day of mourning on Thanksgiving Day in remembrance of the Native people who have been oppressed and killed throughout history and who continue to face discrimination today. Thanksgiving offers a chance to reflect on this history and examine what it means to be American today. Though it's not without a complicated past, Thanksgiving remains a celebration of gathering and thanks. In her poem, Thanksgiving, Ella Wheeler Wilcox stresses the importance of gratitude and celebration of one's life and all the blessings that come with it. We ought to make the moments notes of happy, glad Thanksgiving, the hours and days a silent phrase of music we are living. And so the theme should swell and grow as weeks and months pass over us and rise sublime at this good time. A grand Thanksgiving chorus. You know, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't know what your history is, but can I tell you right now, Thanksgiving seems to be fading in this country. And not just Thanksgiving, the day of celebration, the day where we stop and are thankful to God because we seem to have kicked God out of life. You know, I used to really be in love with my country. I've uh, defended it. I've been in the military. But i got to be honest with you, uh, that love has faded since my country left my God. And even the uh, Native Americans, the tribes, Indian tribes, they knew were very spiritual beings, the, the great spirit and the thankfulness for the bounty. When they killed an animal, they used every piece of it as a way to be a good steward to the great spirit. And now we live in a country where there is no great spirit. The only great spirit is of greed, of selfless, you know, the selfie and Twitter where everybody needs to know what I think. And so today we want to pay a special tribute to Thanksgiving because it's not just a holiday. It's not just the third Thursday of the month. Let's be honest. For many Americans, it's been a way of life. For many of us, it's been a mindset to be thankful. You know, when I see a child, a sick child, or a parent have a child that's born with a disease, my heart aches, and I weep many times. Because I look at that child and I say, there, but by the grace of God, there go I. Because, you know, this creation is a crapshoot at times. None of us know why someone's healthy or why someone comes down with cancer. None of us really know why a child is born with this or born without this. But it sure has ached my heart. And today, as we get ready to celebrate uh, on Thursday, 
uh, Thanksgiving, I want to remind you that Thanksgiving is a way of life. It's a mindset. It's a way to honor our God. It's a way to honor those that came before us. It's a way to honor those that come after us. It's a way to realize that everything that we have in life has come from someone else. Whether you're talking about our land we live in, the money we have, or even the traits that we have as human beings. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about Thanksgiving. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina, who's served for 33 years, said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And please, uh, I want to make sure I want to hear from you. I want to know you're listening to my radio show. You know, the other day I talked to Paul, a listener in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. He said he's been listening to over a year, and he said he loves the way that I put everything together. I put together the biological, the physiological, the leadership, the psychological, psychological, and also the theological. And he says, I love the way that you can take all that and wrap it in the Word of God, because he says, I've seen so many Christians who uh, won't do anything but faith. They don't believe in science. They don't believe in this. And you seem to have a way to putting it all together in a unique way. So I'd love to hear from our, our listeners. Please reach out to me. Give me an email, Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K at likeitmattersradio.com. And by the way, that's where you can listen to this radio show and many other archived radio shows. Just go to likeitmattersradio.com. And please help us. We, we 
need to be in every radio station in every city. This is the cause. This is the calling. Depression's going through the roof. Suicide. Uh, the way people kill each other is getting more outrageous and bitter and, and, and hurtful. You know, rage killings all over. People taking guns to hospitals in Chicago, taking to hotels in Las Vegas, taking them to nightclubs in Florida. Don't you see? We stuff, we stuff, we stuff, we stuff, we snap. And part of it is because of our mindsets. Part of it is because we aren't thankful that we're owed. That's the whole thing of this privilege movement. Life ain't no fair. This person has more than I have. This person has a better looking wife. This person gets more favors. This person gets to go to free games. This person, don't you see, we're so wrapped up in our petty little experience that we have a hard time having Thanksgiving. I mean, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself truly, have you ever been really excited for somebody else's success? I mean, I got to be honest with you. I've had to admit to myself over the last couple of years that as I was going down my emotional hole, my I should say my financial hole, and losing a lot, boy, when other people were doing well, I had a tough time being happy for them. And one of my best friends at the time, Brett Wassel, when I was losing my million-dollar ranch, he was getting his million-dollar place. And it took me a year to go see his place. Because I couldn't be happy for him. It was all about me. And that was a rude awakening. And I told myself, I want to have more thanksgiving. I want to be more thankful uh, for what God's given me. I want to be more thankful for the people in my life. You know, Brett Wassel, uh, man, he's helped me out so much over the years. He's easily given me $50,000 over the years just to help me out in a bind, whatever. A couple thousand here, a couple thousand there. Uh, and, man, for me not to be all happy for his success... Uh, that was a rude awakening for me. And so I really wanted to make it my point to, to be thankful, to be thankful for what I have, for my struggles, uh, for my opportunities, uh, for my cross. You know, we're called to pick up our cross daily. And I don't know about you, but there's many times in life that I feel sorry for myself. But more times than not now, I got to be honest with you, I am thankful for my cross because I look at the cross some uh, some other people are carrying sick children, kids with diseases, Look at the cross where they're going through cancer and this surgery and that surgery. Looking at the cross that they're dealing with, the trauma and drama, still haven't gotten over rape or molestation or abuse as a child. And I look in the mirror and I thank God there, but by the grace of God, there go I. And today we want to talk about Thanksgiving because it's, I'm not just talking about a holiday now. It's a way of life. It's a mindset. But tomorrow is Thanksgiving. It's the day on the calendar where we celebrate so much. Today it's just become a family function. Today it's just become a way uh, to get together and drink and watch football. But the real meaning of Thanksgiving is really espoused in this poem by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. I love this poem and love this poet. She's a great poet. She says, We walk on starry fields of white and do not see the daisies. For blessings common in our sight, we rarely offer praises. We sigh for some supreme delight to crown our lives with splendor and quite ignore our daily store of pleasure sweet and tender. Our cares are bold and push their way upon our thought and feeling. They hand about us all the day, our time from pleasure stealing. So unobtrusive many a joy we pass by and forget it. But worry strives for our own lives and conquers if we let it. There's not a day in all the year but holds some hidden pleasure. And looking back, joys oft appear to brim the past wad measure. But blessings are like friends I hold, who love and labor near us. We ought to raise our notes of praise while living hearts can hear us. Full many a blessing wears the guise of worry or of trouble. Far-seeing is the soul and wise, who knows the mask is double. But he who has the faith and strength to thank his God for sorrow has found a joy without alloy to gladden every morrow. We ought to make the moment's notes of happy, glad thanksgiving, the hours and days a silent phrase of music we are living. And so the theme should swell and grow, as weeks and months pass over us, and rise sublime at this good time, a grand Thanksgiving chorus. So true. So before we go forward, let's go backwards. 
So I got this from the History of Massachusetts blog. It's said the, the history of the first Thanksgiving by Rebecca Beatrice Brooks, and she shared this August of 2011. She said the first Thanksgiving was a harvest celebration held by the pilgrims of Plymouth Colony in the 17th century. Many myths around the first Thanksgiving. Very little is actually known about the event because only two first-hand accounts of the feast were ever written. The first account is William Bradford's journal titled Of Plymouth Plantation, and the other is a publication written by Edward Winslow titled Mort's Relations. What is known is that the pilgrims held the first Thanksgiving feast to celebrate the successful fall harvest. Celebrating a fall harvest was an English tradition at the time, and the pilgrims had much to celebrate. The 53 pilgrims at the first Thanksgiving were the only colonists to survive the long journey on the Mayflower. And the first one in the New World, disease and starvation struck down half the original 102 colonists. Again, <clears throat> we look at all this privilege. Of all the pilgrims that came over, only 53 survived. Of the ones that made it to the land, 102 made it. But half of those died. Isn't that amazing? These pilgrims made it through their, their first winter, and with the help of local Wampo, and I'm sorry about this, Wampanoag tribe, they had a hearty supply of food to sustain them through the next winter. Again, notice how the Native Americans were very spiritual with the great spirit, the great spirit in the sky, and also the concept of, of, of taking care of people of serving the, the foreigner, of serving the, the neighbor as ourselves. When was the first Thanksgiving celebrated? Although the modern-day Thanksgiving feast takes place on the third Thursday of November, the first Thanksgiving did not. The feast most likely happened sometime between September and November of 1621. No exact date for the feast has ever been recorded, so no one can assume it happened, some, but we can assume that happened sometime after the fall harvest. The celebration took place for three days and included recreational activities. So who was the first Thanksgiving? Who was at the first Thanksgiving? Guests at the feast included 90 Wampanoag, Wampanoag, and again, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, Wampanoag Indians from a nearby village, including their leader, Massasoit. One of these Indians, a young man named Squanto, spoke fluent English and had been appointed by Massasoit to serve as the pilgrim's translator and guide. Squanto learned English prior to the pilgrim's arrival after he was captured by English explorers and spent time in Europe as a slave. Neither Bradford or Winslow's account indicate whether the Indians were actually invited to the celebration or how they learned of it. Many historians have simply assumed they were invited. Edward Winslow's account merely states, quote, Our harvest began being gotten in. Our governor sent four men on fowling. That so we might, after a special manner, rejoice together. After we had gathered the fruits of our labors, they four in one day killed as much fowl, as with a little help besides, served the company almost a week, at which time, amongst other recreations, we exercised our arms, many of the Indians coming against us, and amongst the rest, their greatest king, Massasoit, with some ninety men, whom for three days we entertained and feasted, and they went out and killed five deer, which they brought to the plantation and bestowed on our governor, and upon the captain and others, and although it be not always so plentiful as it was at the time with us, yet by the goodness of God we are so far from want that we often wish you partakers of our plenty. Again, if you noticed, they didn't have a lot. There was a lot of chaos. They had a lot of death, a lot of lies, loss. It was a brutal winter. And yet, what did they do? They stopped. They gathered. They greeted. They prayed. They recreated. They stopped for a moment from the rat race of life, from the toughness of survival, from being in a foreign land at a cold time, having very little. But what they were is they were thankful. They were thankful for the new opportunity. 
They were thankful that some of them made it. They were thankful that their the their enemies, if they will, were friendly. They were thankful for so much. But there was a lot of pain. There was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of disagreement. There was a lot of conflict. But it was in that day, actually three days, that they chose to change their focus. And today, that's what I want to suggest in America. We need to change our focus, not just next Thursday for the day that we celebrate Thanksgiving, but in our hearts and our minds so that we can get rid of some of the bitterness, resentment that's tearing us apart. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis February 7th through the 9th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for 120 bucks with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-610-3497. 800-610-3497. That's 800-610-3497. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, we are talking about Thanksgiving. You know, the way Thanksgiving was set up, you know, as you look back, uh, you know, Thanksgiving was a mindset, a way to get us thankful for what God has done for us and uh, for where we are at in our life, our station life. And then it automatically leads uh, into Christmas where we're celebrating the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Although today, uh, Christmas isn't about that for most people. Uh, Christmas is about getting gifts, about uh, about giving stuff, about Christmas parties, about getting drunk, uh, about getting bonuses, uh, about time off, about maybe family, uh, maybe football, maybe uh, uh, NFL or uh, college, you know. But it's supposed to be a doorway, a pathway. Thanksgiving uh, is to the the celebration of our God and His in our incarnate life on this planet. Uh, 
And so today we're talking about Thanksgiving because we're losing Thanksgiving, you know. Uh, even before uh, Halloween was over, uh, already Christmas uh, decorations were up, already talks of Christmas specials already going up, pre-Black um, uh, you know, Black Friday sales going on. Black Friday is still a couple of days away, and there's already been sales. People are already buying stuff. i got to be honest with you. I've already got about 10 Christmas presents. And so th- Halloween used to be a kid's holiday, a kid's way to play. Now it's in a grown-up way to play and not in a good way, but to play like there's somebody else to play it, getting drunk to play. And then we automatically go right into Christmas. And so I was thinking, you know, we're losing Thanksgiving as a holiday, but we're also losing Thanksgiving as a way of life, as a mindset. Uh, now we're not thankful for what we have. We're bitter that other people have more. Now we're not thankful for our lot in life. We're bitter uh, because someone else's lot in life might be better. Uh, we got all this white guilt because people have been prejudiced and racial, uh, and now they're racial and prejudiced on the other side. So there's not a lot of thanksgiving. There's not a lot of thanksgiving for how we are made. There's not a lot of thanksgiving for what we have. There's not a lot of thanksgiving for living in one of the greatest countries we live in. And so today I wanted to stop. And talk about Thanksgiving. You know, there's a lot of things associated with Thanksgiving, whether they're true or not. You know, it was that first pilgrim's feast where we spent time with our our Indian uh, cohabitants, if you will, uh, the Native Americans who resided on this land uh, before the pilgrims showed up. Uh, And uh, there were certain meals, you know, we associate uh, pumpkin and Thanksgiving with Thanksgiving. We associate turkey and stuffing. And it's just interesting. So as I was going through all the different things on Thanksgiving, I came across this poem called The Pumpkin by John Greenleaf Whittier. It says, Oh, greenly and fair in the lands of the sun, the vines of the gourd and the rich melon run, and the rock in the tree and the cottage enfold, with broad leaves all greenness and blossoms all gold. Like that which over Nineveh's prophet once grew, while he waited to know that his warning was true, and longed for the storm cloud and listened in vain for the rush of the whirlwind and the red fire rain. On the banks of the Zenil, the dark Spanish maiden comes up with the fruit of the tangled vine laden, and the creole of Cuba laughs out to behold through orange leaves shining the broad spheres of gold. Yet with dearer delight from his home in the north, on the fields of his harvest, the Yankee looks forth, where crook necks are coiling and yellow fruit shines, and the sun of September melts down on his vines. Ah, on Thanksgiving Day, when from east and from west, from north and from south come the pilgrim and guest, when the gray-haired New Englander sees round his board the old broken links of affection restored, when the care-wearied man seeks his mother once more, and the worn matron smiles where the girl smiled before. What moistens the lip and what brightens the eye, what calls back the past like the rich pumpkin pie. Oh, fruit-loved of boyhood, the old days recalling, when wood grapes were purpling and brown nuts were falling. When wild, ugly faces we carved in its skin, glaring out through the dark with a candle within. When we laughed round the corn heap with hearts all in tune, our chair a broad pumpkin, our lantern the moon. Telling tales of the fairy who traveled like steam in a pumpkin shell coach with two rats for her team. Then thanks for thy present, none sweeter or better, ever smoked from an oven or circled a platter. Fairer hands never wrought at a pastry more fine, brighter eyes never watched over its baking than thine. And the prayer which my mouth is too full to express swells my heart that thy shadow may never be less, that the days of thy lot may be lengthened below, and the fame of thy worth like a pumpkin vine grow. And thy life be as sweet and its last sunset sky, gold-tinted and fair, as though own, as thy own, pumpkin pie. Ah, pumpkin pie. Love me some pumpkin pie. And nothing like some good, fresh whipped cream, whipped cream 
on my pumpkin pie. You know, that is one of the things associated with the holidays, with the harvest, with Thanksgiving, with Christmas. Matter of fact, pumpkin spice lattes at, you know, at that one coffee place, huge. Matter of fact, pumpkin spice is so huge in everything. They have them in cereals now. They have them in Frosted Flakes. They have them in Cheerios because the pumpkin is such a big part of Thanksgiving. But I did, I was going through this history, and this was the history of the first Thanksgiving from the History of Massachusetts blog. It says, uh, what did the pilgrims actually eat on the first Thanksgiving? Many dishes served during modern Thanksgiving meals were not present at the first Thanksgiving. The colonists didn't have potatoes, nor did they have butter or flour necessary for making pies. The pilgrims hadn't even built their first oven by the time of the first Thanksgiving. Cranberries might have been served, but only for color or tartness instead of as a sweet sauce. Neither Bradford nor Winslow's writings reveal what was actually served at the first Thanksgiving meal besides fowl, and deer. But guesses can be made based on the types of food they often wrote about, such as mussels, lobsters, grapes, plums, corn, and herbs. There's no actual proof that the colonists ate turkey at the feast either. Turkey wasn't even associated with the Thanksgiving holiday until an editor of a magazine called Goaty's Ladies Book came across Edward Winslow's writing about the feast in the 1840s. Isn't that incredible? So many things we think are true uh, that aren't true. But what is true is that we need to be thankful. And again, in a time where we've kicked God out of this country, we've kicked God out of our lives, uh, you got to go back to the founding fathers. you got to go back to they were all believers in the God of the Bible, even though some were deists. And what a deist does is believes that God sets things in motions, but then he just lets them play out. But we know that's not true. We know that God's an intimate God who's involved in the daily rituals of our day, of our heart, of our mind. And so it's so cool because the Native Americans were very spiritual people. And whether you pray to to God, God's God. Now, you might call him different names, but there's one true God. That's it. He is one. Uh, the Lord your God is one. And they would call him, the Native Americans call him the Great Spirit. Matter of fact, this poem called The Thanksgivings uh, was translated from a traditional Iroquois prayer. It says this, He, I mean, sorry, we who are here present, present, thank the great spirit that we are here to praise him. We thank him that he has created men and women in order that these beings shall always be living to multiply the earth. We thank him for making the earth and giving these beings its products to live on. We thank him for the water that comes out of the earth and runs for our lands. We thank him for all the animals on the earth. We thank him for certain timbers that grow and have fluids coming from them for all of us. We thank him for the branches of the trees that grow shades for our shelter. We thank him for the beings that come from the west, the thunder and lightning that water the earth. We thank him for the light which we call our oldest brother, the sun that works for our good. We thank him for all the fruits that grow in the trees and vines. We thank him for his goodness in making the forest and thank all of its trees. We thank him for the darkness that gives us rest and for the kind being of the darkness that gives us light, the moon. We thank him for the bright spots in the skies that give us signs, the stars. We give him thanks for our supporters who had charge of our harvest. We give thanks that the voice of the Great Spirit can still be heard through the words of Ganiodio. We thank the Great Spirit that we have the privilege of this pleasant occasion. We give thanks for the persons who can sing the Great Spirit's music and hope they will be privileged to continue in his faith. We thank the Great Spirit for all the persons who perform the ceremonies on this occasion. Isn't that great? These are Native Americans. These are people who this was their land. And what did they do? They were thankful. They were praying to the God of the universe, the God that they called the Great Spirit. Boy, we can, uh, we can celebrate uh, nat- National Indigenous Peoples Day. We can do all that. But those indigenous peoples loved God, they loved the Great Spirit. They knew that there was a reason to be thankful. They knew that everything that they had came from somebody else. They knew, whether you're talking about the buffalo that uh, covered the plains or the agriculture, the stuff they grew, 
They would use every piece of an animal they killed, even the, the deer. They'd use the bones. They'd use the tail. They'd use, they'd use every single piece of it. Why? Because they wanted to be good stewards. They were thankful. And if we want to pay tribute to our Native Americans, the ones who created this land, if you will, who harvested, who did, got it all ready for those of us who now live here, for the pilgrims who came from religious persecution and came here to have freedom, to set, yeah, we can go back and say we killed this for you know every single person. You got to go all the way back, but you know it's amazing that we use that same standard here in America that who was here first. But in the Bible, uh, it says clearly uh, that that land was given to Israel. Yet we don't want to think about that. We want to who controlled in the 1900s, who controlled in the 1800s, who controlled in the 1700s. You got to go back a lot sooner than that. We all are to be thankful because we all are living on property that someone else had. We're all doing and living in things that are called blessings. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Minneapolis is the number one healthiest and most active city as ranked by Forbes. Where does the Twin Cities turn to for wellness tips and trends? Right here on Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With a plethora of different on-air hosts and experts that focus on all areas of health and wellness for all your active lifestyle needs. The Twin Cities moves and so do we. Tune in in your car, download the mobile app, or stream us live from your computer by visiting us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about Thanksgiving. And you know, yeah, it is the day of the month. But I'm also talking about the mindset, the way of life, because in America, we are losing the Thanksgiving as a mindset, as a way of life. Uh, We're losing it as a holiday. Uh, as you, if you listen to this radio show, uh, and you should be listening to the whole thing. If not, uh, you're missing a lot. Go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this show again uh, whenever you want and lots of other archived messages. Also, this show plays twice a day on iHeartRadio. We play Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then we replay on that same thing at, from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
All you got to do is go to iHeartRadio and search Wellness Radio 1570, Wellness Radio 1570. It's our connection to our Minneapolis station, and then you'll hear us twice a day. Now, we are blessed to be in two terrestrial markets, and we're working on getting the Dallas-Fort Worth area, too. We need your help. We need some funding. We need some sponsors. We need some donors. We need some supporters so we can change this world. We can bring people back into a mindset of thanksgiving from bitterness, from resentment, from privilege, from this and from that. Uh, We can do that, but we need to change our thinking. That's what we do here on the radio. And so the two local markets, we're in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. You can listen to your AM dial on AM 1570, uh, com. You can live stream with them. And then we also are in the beautiful city of St. Louis. I'm going into Ferguson there. I love my connection with our St. Louis Gospel Station, the St. Louis Gospel Experience, Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. And we play every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. And today we are talking about Thanksgiving. You know, if you don't know, in 1621, at least this is what Wikipedia says, the Plymouth colonists and Wampanoag Indians shared an autumn harvest feast that is acknowledged today as one of the first Thanksgiving celebrations in the colonies. For more than two centuries, days of Thanksgiving were celebrated by individuals, colony, individual colonies, and states. So, History Extra, the official website for BBC History Magazine and BBC World Histories, put this out November 19th, and this is by Emma Watson. Seven things you might not know about the history of of Thanksgiving. Why does America celebrate Thanksgiving, and when was the first Thanksgiving? Was turkey always on the menu? Here we bring you the facts about the history of Thanksgiving. The first fact, the first Thanksgiving. Tradition has it that the first Thanksgiving, a celebration of good harvest, took place in 1621 when English pilgrims at Plymouth Plantation in Massachusetts shared a meal with their Native American neighbors. However, historian Michael Gannon argues that the first Thanksgiving celebration in North America actually took place half a century earlier in Florida, he says. He says on 8 September 1565, following a religious service, Spaniards shared a communal meal with a local native tribe. Number two things you might not know about the history of Thanksgiving, a public holiday. According to the U.S. National Archives, on 28 September 1789, the first federal Congress passed a resolution asking that the President of the United States recommend to the nation a day of Thanksgiving. A few days later, George Washington issued a proclamation naming Thursday, 26 November 1789 as the day of public Thanksgiving, the first time Thanksgiving was celebrated under the new Constitution. And by the way, the, the, the dates of Thanksgiving celebration varied as subsequent presidents came and went. And it wasn't until Abraham Lincoln's 1863 proclamation in the midst of the Civil War that Thanksgiving was regularly commemorated each year on the last Thursday of November. However, and here's another thing you don't know about Thanksgiving. Number three, changing dates. The U.S. National Archives said that in 1939, with the last Thursday in November falling on the last day of the month, Franklin Delano Roosevelt became concerned that the shortened Christmas shopping season might dampen economic recovery. Therefore, he issued a presidential proclamation moving Thanksgiving to the to the second to last Thursday of November. Some 32 states consequently issued similar proclamations, but 16 states refused, refused, they were part of the resistance, to accept the change. And as a result, for two years, two days were celebrated at Thanksgiving, as Thanksgiving. To end the confusion, on 6 October 1941, Congress set a fixed date for the holiday. It passed a joint resolution declaring the last Thursday in November to be the legal Thanksgiving day. Number four of seven things you might not know about Thanksgiving, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is televised nationally on NBC, has been marching since 1924. That year, the department store president, Herbert Strauss, organized a six-mile procession from Harlem to the Macy's store in Herald Square. The parade featured animals, including elephants from the Central Park Zoo, and was nearly three times as long as it is today. For the purpose of the television filming, the route was later reduced to two and a half miles. Number five things you didn't know about Thanksgiving. Pass the venison. 
While turkey is today the bird of choice for Thanksgiving dinners across the United States, that was not always the case. According to History.com, for the first ever Thanksgiving in 1621, the Indians killed five deer as a gift for the colonists, meaning venison would most likely have been the dish of the day. Number six of the seven things you know about Thanksgiving, the pardon turkey. Each Thanksgiving, the President of the United States pardons a hand-selected turkey, sending it to a farm where it lives out the rest of his day. But contrary to popular belief, President George H.W. Bush was not, in 1989, the first president to grant such a pardon. According to the White House, the tradition dates to Lincoln days when his son, Tad, begged him to write a presidential pardon for the bird meant for the family's Christmas table, arguing it had as much right to live as anyone. Lincoln complied, and the turkey lived. See? So notice the impact our children have on us. And number seven, things you probably did not know about Thanksgiving, watching football. Each Thanksgiving, millions of Americans tune in to watch the Detroit Lions play American football. This tradition dates to 1934 when the team took on the undefeated defending world champion Chicago Bears of George Hallis. Despite losing the inaugural game, since then the Lions have played football every Thanksgiving except between 1939 and 1944. And anybody know why that was? There was a great war going on. Anybody know that? Yep. There's a great war going on. It was called World War II. Thanksgiving Day by Lydia Maria Child. Over the river and through the wood, to grandfather's house we go. The horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through the white and drifted snow. Over the river and through the wood, oh, how the wind does blow. It stings the toes and bites the nose as over the ground we go. Over the river and through the wood to have a first-rate play. Hear the bells ring, ting-a-ling-ding, hooray for Thanksgiving Day. Over the river and through the wood, trot fast my dapple gray. Spring over the ground like a hunting hound, for this is Thanksgiving Day. Over the river and through the wood and straight through the barnyard gate. We seem to go extremely slow, it's so hard to wait. Over the rivers, river and through the wood, now grandmother's cap I spy. Hooray for the fun in the pudding done. Hooray for the pumpkin pie. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. But I want to leave you with some parting thoughts. You know, Thanksgiving is not just a day, ladies and gentlemen. It is a way of life. You know, we have something in our unconscious brain called the reticular activating system, RAS, the RAS. It is the brain's focal center. And whatever you focus on, it sees. You know, that's why your TV is called a tuner. Because there's these these invisible uh, waves. And when you take that remote control and you change the tuning, what frequency that tuner is tuned to, you see different things. And so I always tell people, if your TV set, if your tuner was focused on ESPN, why would you expect to be watching SpongeBob? If your TV set, your tuner was focused on Telemundo, why would you be expecting to watch Fox News? See, that's how the reticular activating system works. Whatever we focus on, that's what we tend to see more of. When my wife was pregnant with Benaiah, our son, she was amazed at how many more people were pregnant at the same time she was. There were not more people pregnant. What happened was her reticular activating system was focused on pregnancy, on babies, because she was with child. And so everywhere she looked, her RAS identified those people. They were always there. And so Thanksgiving is the ultimate channel to park on. You know what you'll never see on Thanksgiving? You'll never see victimhood. You know, Excited Channel is also a good channel because you'll never see depression on Excited. But you know what? The best channel, if you were to break your remote, is to be parked on the Thanksgiving channel, to truly be appreciative of our pain, of our pleasure, to truly be appreciative of what we have and what we don't have, to truly be appreciative of where we're at in life, to truly be appreciative of what we have. And so today, as we leave this radio show, I just want to park you on the Thanksgiving channel. No matter what your lot in life, no matter what you have or don't have, no matter the color of your skin, no matter if the person you voted for won this last election or didn't, let me suggest that you have so much to be thankful for. And that's my job, is to help you be thankful. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Be thankful.
Have you ever considered how important a good night's sleep is to your overall health? Hi, it's Lee Michaels here for Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. Have you ever heard the phrase, sleep well, live well? Well, besides all the wonderful health benefits and affordable pricing my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds offer, they would like you to call 763-325-5253 and enter the November sweepstakes for your opportunity to win your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed, valued at $1,600 and without any obligation or purchase required. Enter your name and address. They'll send you an information packet that will help you understand the many health and lifestyle benefits you can truly enjoy with your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed. Five different models, as well as many pricing options to meet your needs. Call my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. They'll answer all your questions. 763-325-5253, 763-325-5253, and ask about their senior discounts, too. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.